Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for sticking with us after our couple week hiatus. Um, it's been a very busy summer for us. So extremely uh, busy. We apologize so much. We've had a hard time finding time to record, but we're here now. Um, you're listening to Do I Make You Uncomfortable with Morgan and Sarah. I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. Uh, and we're glad you're with us. If you've never been with us, yeah. welcome. If you've listened before, welcome back. Thanks for listening again. Um, and we hope we kind of keep you as a listener. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, uh, if you would go to your um, podcast and your podcast link app thing and click on it and then <laughs> you click on our podcast scroll down and give us um five stars it bumps it up so that other people listen we did get our first one star did, was it one or two i think it was one no it was we got a one first, star we got our first one star yeah we got somebody who doesn't like us isn't that when you're like when you're when you're doing wells whenever you start getting you're doing well you, you get start haters. getting one star. you got haters um which is funny to me like if you don't like it just don't listen but don't also, put one star a-holes right just also kidding. don't also, they, they didn't, like, even put their name or anything. No comments. It was just one star. But, so, yeah, it was just Like, it, give me some constructive criticism so I can improve right. upon. Do you just not like it? Was it just not your, your cup of tea? Because we warn you in the beginning that if oh, you... Oh, speaking of. <laughs> speaking of, let's warn them now. <laughs> hey, by the way, <laughs> we talk about heavy crap. It's really hard to listen to us sometimes, and... We are two forensic nurses who deal with the seedy underbelly of our world. And so we also try and make it lighthearted. So if you don't think that those two things go together, you're not going to like our podcast. We joke, we laugh, and we keep it lighthearted. So you should probably turn and run right now like a bear is chasing you. Activate your fight or flight response. You won't get to choose, but fly, fly away. Uh, otherwise, fall, stick fall with away, us. Like a bird. Like a bird. Ooh, that was a good, that was good. That was a good British accent. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, okay, on the other end of the spectrum are trigger warnings. Yes, we have some trigger today. warnings for today. We are going to be talking about human trafficking, um, child trafficking, um, and trigger warning, Amazon. <laughs> So <laughs> I like her like because <laughs> we both really like Amazon. I think everybody loves Amazon. Right? I like, know. Right. And this Amazon's ruined me. And so now it's, it's yeah. hard. <laughs> and this it's subject hard. is really kind of difficult to have a conversation about because a lot of times it can be completely unbelievable uh, the things right. that happen in our world. Um people right. are insane and it really is unbelievable the things that we can encounter. And so it's hard, it's, it's hard to believe some of the things that you hear when it comes to this crazy notion that they're selling cabinets that are associated with missing kids. Like it's just hard to believe that. But when you do what we do, we've seen crazy stuff and the crazier, usually the, the story the truer it is you just can't make right. stuff like that up so when it gets really crazy it's usually more true because it's very hard to make stuff like that up so right. anyway 
Um, so Sarah will probably talk mostly on this one because she is our human trafficking guru. Um, as you all know, she used to work with me at my facility, but she wouldn't give up human trafficking because she likes to do anti-human trafficking work. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I let her have it because it really is a difficult aspect of care. And then when she left, I had to take it back over. So thanks for that. And she was like, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. So Sarah yeah. will probably talk a lot on this one. She's done a lot of research on this Wayfair thing and found some Amazon stuff. And um, and so this might be, a, we might have to uh, extend this into a couple of episodes yeah, this if we get real deep yeah. Um, yeah. in what we're talking about. But um, yeah, anyway, here we go. So I want to start with just the general uh, human trafficking um, stuff. So most people um, are aware of human trafficking. It's now a little more in the media and in the public view than it used to be, I feel like. Um, But uh, the legal definition is, let me see if I can remember this by heart, Um, recruitment, uh, harboring, provision, receipt, uh, obtaining... And transporting, transporting people. Sorry, I had to try and do that by memory. Sorry. Um, so basically good. what it means, oh, thanks. Uh, basically what it means is that if you buy, sell, transport, hold, or assist basically in selling an individual, uh, you can get in trouble at the legal level. The problem is the second part of the definition that says that you have to, it's by means of force, fraud, and coercion. And those are the hard ones to um, prove later on. So they, um, that's, that's where you don't hear a lot of people being convicted of human trafficking. Uh, they, a lot of times will get lower sentences. Um, underneath the big umbrella of human trafficking is a ton of things, though. So you have labor trafficking, where people are, are working um, for little, little to, no, to money. no money. Yeah. Um, and usually in just desolate conditions. This is or having to pay be... off a debt. Like a lot yes. of the migrants uh, who are trafficked over and then put yeah. in like a massage parlor or working in agriculture yeah. who are working for little to nothing to pay off a yeah. debt. So it takes a really long time. And this is where people generally, this is where you'll think about sweatshops too. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's way more than that. Like every, like Morgan just said, it's so much more than that. So yes. Um, then there is sex trafficking. And which, a lot of times labor trafficking is grouped in with the sex trafficking. Especially when so it comes you're, to the parlors. Right. Massage exactly. parlors and yeah. stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so sex trafficking we also need to break something down for you guys. Okay. Um, there are sex workers out there who are not being trafficked, but the, the easiest way to know that they're not being trafficked. So there are sex workers out there that are selling themselves for money every night, every day, whatever, but they are not being trafficked. They're doing it on their own. And the way that we distinguish that is whether or not basically they have a pimp. Um, and so if they are having to give their money to somebody else that they make every night, 
they are being trafficked. But there are plenty of sex workers out there that are doing it on their own will. And um, they are not being trafficked. So they don't need help getting out of a situation they're not in. (laughs) And most of them don't want to stop selling themselves. Now, they may have at one point been trafficked. And that's why they're in the life that they're in. Um, But because that's the only thing that they do know. Um, but it doesn't mean that every single person out there, um, who is selling themselves, um, or every single sex worker out there is, um, being trafficked. Another topic that Morgan and I are going to delve into a little bit harder too. Um, and because I really like having resources and I like having, um, concrete facts and stuff like that. And (laughs) I just haven't. Did you see the post I posted recently on Facebook about how science, like, it's changing all the time and the reason that papers are retracted is because science changes and we have a peer review process and and as you're experimenting and and proving yourself wrong in one area, you you prove something right in another area and so the science changes. That's how we like to work when it comes to medicine and science. And so I'm sorry I laughed. It's just that, you know, people are like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. But in reality, that's how science works. That's how you progress. And so when we talk about having resources, we come from, you know, we both have our master's. We come from a background where it's really important for us to find credible sources and the ability Mm -hmm. to talk about this and so you know when I knew you were doing research on this Wayfair thing I knew that you would dive in pretty deep and so I didn't start I did not start researching it because I knew you were Um, but now I feel like I do need to do some research because you're like (laughs) the way that you reacted so I'm sorry I didn't I didn't mean to interrupt you keep going no you're fine because and and off of that a little bit too I saw a meme today and I think I've shared this meme in the past but I think it's really true um I saw a meme on Facebook today that said um some of you have never had to cite your credible sources in a and paper it shows. and it shows <laughs> I don't think and I it. saw it <laughs> yeah yeah it's so true but anyway oh, um, so one of the other things on the the end of sex trafficking because I for the most part sex trafficking is what you're going to hear about it's the stuff Mm -hmm. that's sensationalized in the news and all that kind of stuff so that's what everybody hears about um even though I feel like there's a heck of a lot more labor trafficking going on than we think of um but on on spinning off of sex trafficking Morgan and I are also going to talk about um porn and like porn Mm -hmm. hub and how it relates to sex trafficking And we have a few experts that we know in the field um, that are going to kind of give us some information and stuff like that. But I wanted to do just a little bit more research on the to have more concrete facts, because even though I I am the guru um, of this and I feel this is my expertise, like this is what I specialize in. um, It changes every single day. Mm -hmm. So actually, this Wayfair thing. Um, which any of you that don't know about it, we are going to launch into it here in just a little bit. Uh, This Wayfair thing, I got a text message from somebody who used to work with me. And she sent me a message and said, have you heard about this Wayfair thing? And I said, no. And she said, you need to look into it. And so I started kind of looking into it. um, And I did a little bit more of a deep dive and I'm not excited. Um, (laughs) 
anyway, back to our little uh, human trafficking. I'm interested definition. to hear your viewpoint. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to hear your viewpoint because I'm having a really hard time believing that. Yes. That it is this exposed. You know what I mean? Like the the things that we talk about in the dark web and the things that you teach on in the dark web and the availability for it to be more underground makes this seem unrealistic to me. You know what I mean? But think about Okay, hold on. Let's let's focus on actual human trafficking first and then we will absolutely. Okay. And this is probably going to be a long one. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, and then the other portion of underneath our umbrella of human trafficking is the commercial exploitation of children. Um, So basically anybody under the age of 18 technically cannot consent to selling themselves. Uh, There's no such thing as a child Child prostitute, prostitute, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're a victim. Yes. And um, they cannot consent to uh, pornography either. So anybody under the age of 18, I think that this kind of seems like, uh, yeah, of course. Right. But it, it gets the legal mumbo jumbo gets a little hard sometimes. Um, so I don't know if we've talked about this before or not, but I absolutely 122% hate statistics. (laughs) Um, well, especially when it comes to the things that we do, because it's grossly underreported and, we, so we can only report on so the things hard. that we know. And so we know yeah. that they're underinflated because of the underreporting that is experienced. Right. And so I will, I will post um, on our uh, medias, our social medias, some information from Polaris, um, which Polaris project is the human trafficking epicenter, the anti-human trafficking epicenter. They house the, um, human trafficking uh, hotline and um, they they have way more information than um, you know and up-to-date stuff um, so when we talk about trafficking um, we're talking about being not even necessarily held against your will um, but even just mentally held against your will Um, Because a lot of times these situations are not just a physical, um, like a physical manifestation of human trafficking. There is a whole lot of psychological stuff that comes into this. And um, we yet again have to talk about Maslow. Um, (laughs) Sarah's annoyed with Maslow. Yeah, but it's so important because that's how people exploit each other. He's so right. That's how people exploit each other. And if you think about how scary it is, okay, you guys, I have a 10-year-old. Let's just kind of talk about... Oh my gosh, she just turned 10 today. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's her 10th birthday today. And um, I swore I would never get her a phone until she was 13. Like, it was... That was something I've said many, many times. And I was, like, steadfast. Well, of course, her dad and I got a divorce this year, and so she's in two different places sometimes, and he wants to get a hold of her, and I want to get a hold of her. And, and so we thought this would just be easier to get her a phone. Right. And she's a really responsible kid. She's, you know, very mature for a 10-year-old. And so we talked about it and decided to go ahead and do it. But, you know, it's just really scary because of the exploitation that happens via... Mm the internet and how Mm. easy it is to deceive 
young girls and young boys. And, um, and so like some of the things she will never, she will not have social media until she's 13, which by the way, if you're listening, if your child is under 13, it's actually against the policy of social media accounts. Um, all of them that your child have a social media account, they're supposed to be 13 years old. And that's what we've talked about is she will not have them. Um, and they're super scary. I mean, we could, we, this could be a whole nother, a whole nother podcast but the exploitation Dark of young web. children is in yeah and so you know we told her it'll be on lockdown i will have your passcode i have to approve everything that she down downloads um but one of the scary things is that like safari is not locked down so i have to figure out how i can put parental settings on that because yes i have to approve everything but Safari's already on her phone and she can go to iTunes and she can listen to any of the music on there. And it's there's some explicit music on there that she can get to. So I have to figure out how to make sure to lock that stuff down, too. So you can do as much as you can. But the exploitation and the availability is really, really terrifying. I mean, you should probably just talk to your friend, Sarah, who knows these things. Yeah. Why? Why do you think I said I have to do some more? I have to ask. <laughs> listen Um, we haven't had this complete conversation yet we will have this conversation probably tomorrow (laughs) also the reaction um from your son uh when she got the phone of um is that just hers (laughs) i know or do we get both (laughs) he's so jealous oh he's so jealous he's like mom i'm so jealous i can't wait until i turn nine i'm gonna get a phone and i was like um no you have to be 10 (laughs) you need to be 10 (laughs) no no it was so funny oh she yeah. and she's so humble like she's just she's a really good kid so oh my really gosh good her, her reaction shoulders. her reaction literally made me cry yeah, yeah for real yeah well she didn't think she was getting it I hit it really really well from her so anyway yeah okay go yeah. ahead well, I'm um, and we digress again and we digress yeah again um so view of human trafficking but it's very psychological it's very much um they hone in on your your biggest vulnerability um and you know just somehow somehow these predators are good they know what your vulnerability is now sometimes it's a little bit easy when you when you're talking about young girls and stuff like that you could always, almost always go with self-esteem. Yeah. Uh, with young girls because I that's, mean, a, I'm 34 you know, and think a, I have to live true. up to something. So, you know, right. I mean, think right. about young girls in our society right now and the things that they're being fed. Right. Right. So, um, they, what they'll do is they kind of, what we, what we call groom them and, um, they will, make them feel like they're their friends that they know them um and sometimes grooming processes take you know months sometimes Years, they take sometimes. hours yeah hours. sometimes they take yeah. hours um and so um you have to know that these predators are good and they're good at what they do uh and they know they're good yeah um so when it comes to trafficking, it's very difficult to have these victims come out of trafficking because they don't think that they're a victim. Right. And most of them will not. I, I, most of them. I, in fact, 
none of them, none of them that I have ever seen have come into the hospital and said, I'm being trafficked. I need help. Right. Uh, it's generally, we found out some other way, mm-hmm. uh, based off of maybe our questions at the beginning of triage or, um, maybe something that they have said to us. Um, but they, they, we get at it some other way. So these, these, um, victims will come in uh, to the hospitals or, you know, wherever we see them at. And they generally are coming in for the same complaint over and over and over. Uh, A lot of times um, it's STD checks. Sometimes it's sexual assault exams. And that's kind of sometimes how we can, we can get them. Uh, In fact, the reason I bring up the sex workers versus, you know, um, consensual sex workers versus being trafficked is I had a, a person, a, a woman who came in when I was, uh, when I was the coordinator actually, and came in, I, I have no idea how many exams we did on her. Um, but finally she came in one day and I was sitting with her and I just said, you know, we need to talk about this. I, I, and I just looked at her and I said, where does your money go? And she said, what do you mean? In my pocket. And I said, no, like, where does your money go? And she said, are you asking me if I have a pimp? And I said, yes. And she said, uh, there's no way in hell I would ever pay a man. I take money from men. I don't give money to men. And I said... Well, pimps can be girls too. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, and they can't. It's just less they likely, but yes, yes, yeah. Um, one of the last statistics I saw on it actually was bigger than what we thought, and it was, and I don't remember where I saw the statistic. Again, me and statistics, um, but it was seventy percent of traffickers are males. So 30% is so much higher than than what you would think. Yeah. Um, But, um, and we, we generally think of it as, again, though, you have to think about the two ask the two sides of um, traffic or, you know, the multifaceted sides of trafficking. So not only are we dealing with labor trafficking, but also, uh, or sex trafficking, but labor trafficking, child trafficking and, me so here in the area that we live in uh that what we see the most is when it comes to child trafficking uh is family trafficking oh yes, yes. so you're not seeing well you are you are seeing children stolen off the street and well stolen. but we y'all i think we also have to say like we have to say that we also don't see a whole lot of kids at our facilities too so what we see when we see it is often family, but well, and actually about- at the child, at the children's facility, that's what they see too. Okay. Okay. Cause, cause we, we did have that conversation, um, at the children's facility too. Okay. So, um, but, and that's generally what you're going to see. People want to believe 
that children are being stolen off of the streets and taken by strangers because it's easier to believe that than it is to believe that you are going to sell your own flesh and blood for this or for that exactly Um, it's hard it's hard to think about somebody doing that yes and now it's hard for everybody it's hard for most people to believe that children are being sold for anything or children are being stolen, but it's, I I feel like it's harder for people to believe that your own flesh and blood is going to do this to you. And in general, that's what we're going to see. And a lot of times we see that in um, our area because we have a high rate of poverty Mm -hmm. and, we have access to a whole lot of different uh, modes of transportation uh, considering we have an airport we have uh, an international multi- airport not just an international yeah. airport uh, multiple highways that converge trains uh, that go through here buses that go through here so you know our area is very it's very easy to traffic mm-hmm. it's um, easy easily accessible from very diverse yeah and we have we have a high rate of uh, drug use in the area and so you know we do see that and then later on in life when you have kind of the people who are being trafficked maybe as young adults um when you talk to them a lot of times they were sold when they were kids so it all started when they were kids um, but they've come into this adulthood now and they're being sold and this is their normal. This is what they know. So they're not being, they're not a victim. They're not being trafficked or anything like that because this is their normal. Yeah. Um, so it, it's very difficult to hone in on this kind of stuff. Um, and I think that it's, um, it's one of the harder aspects of forensic nursing because of, you know, when patients come in as a sexual assault, they come in and they know that they were a victim. Yes. And they tell us what happened and they tell us about their assailants and they, you know, they give us that information. Now I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying they're super forthcoming with everything. Um, you know, every single time. And, you know, most times they tell us they're a victim. Sometimes they come in and say, I don't know what happened. Um, But most times they'll come in and tell us that they were a victim. Uh, Domestic violence, a little bit harder than sexual assault, because sometimes they may not disclose that they were victims of domestic violence. And we figure it out based off of their injury and stories not matching up and all sorts of stuff. Right. Yes. Um, And then you move to human trafficking, which is even harder Mm -hmm. because when it comes to sexual assault, um, even though sexual assault is, is perpetrated generally uh, most by people who know the victim. um, It's not stranger danger as much as what everybody wants to think there again, but that's what's sensationalized. So we, well, and it's also sensationalized in the media. Right. And it's also easier to think Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, somebody who doesn't know me would do this to me versus somebody who I trust. Right. And I love, um, and then domestic violence, the psychological, you know, impact behind that is not only is this domestic violence happening from somebody who they love and they trust. Um, but 
there is other uh, psychological games that these perpetrators are playing. Yes, significant um, manipulation is is so much manipulation with domestic yes. violence, and that's why it's so important never to ask why they don't leave because there's so many different factors that play into domestic violence um, that you most people just don't even understand when you right. say, you know, well because they might have kids that are being threatened. They might have pets that are being threatened. They might ha- not have the financial means to leave because the other person has taken complete control of finances. Um, they might have access to other people who are helping them. And when you think about trafficking, um, that is exactly what happens too. It's this significant amount of manipulation and often starts with the person building a trustful relationship that turns into violence and, and manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. And like we've said before, you know, you're not going to go on a date and somebody's going to punch you in the face and you're going to go on a second date with them. Um, I mean, unless you're into that. Right. Um, And then you do you boo, but yeah. (laughs) Amen to that. But uh, so they don't come out immediately with violence. Right. Um, When it comes to domestic violence or human trafficking, violence is not the immediate response. Because nobody is going to respond to that, you know. Um, but now, once they've become, you know, closer and stuff like that, um, they and have built that trust and that relationship, then that's when they're able to force them to do things that they don't want to do. And that can be really hard on a psychological level when it comes to us trying to help these people because they may not want help. They don't, they may not want to get out of the situation because they know nothing else. They have nothing else. Mm -hmm. And so it's very difficult for us to judge that and say, you know, one way or another. And one of the, one of the hardest is when we encounter adults who have been exploited as children. So adults who have been brought into the life and often we call it the life because it's the best way to describe what happens. So when you encounter an adult who has been exploited as a child, it's often been years of exploitation and right that they have ability to provide for themselves, even if it's just those basic needs from Maslow's hierarchy of needs they're getting food, they're getting shelter. Um, in some instances, some, some they're not, but often just their basic needs are being met. And then the rest of the profits that they get have to go to their pimp in order for them to stay protected. So they've never really had things provided for them in their life prior to being exploited, which is probably what was used to groom them and reel them in and now they're having these things um, provided for them and often it starts especially as a child or if it's a runaway or if it's somebody who's been in child protective services which is like 80 percent right 80 percent of the the missing children are is it that that statistic that was as of 2018 okay it was 80 percent as of 2018 right so when you think about that those missing children often run away from being in the foster care system because we know that it's not the greatest system in the world. It's got some flaws. That doesn't mean that every single child in the foster care system runs away or that every single person who's providing foster care is horrible. But, you know, 
a majority of the kids who are being exploited come from the foster care system. I know some amazing foster parents and it takes an amazing strength to be able to do that, to, to take in a child who maybe came from a hard background and teach them love is really hard. So I don't, I'm not speaking ill on the system, but it does need some work. And so when you encounter an adult who has grown up in that system and then ran away from it and then was exploited and that's all they've known to survive and to provide for themselves, they don't want out. They don't know any other way. They don't want to get out because this is how they've always provided for themselves. And then when you think about people who are drug addicted and that's how they provide their substance of choice, they don't want out either unless they're ready to go to rehab. And then sometimes, you know, they go to rehab and then go back to the life because that's all they know. So it's really this process where, You have to relearn how to function in a society that you've never functioned in or had things provided for you before in your life. And, and getting out is a lot more scary than staying in. A hundred percent, especially like you said, when you don't even know how to um, function in the society, the way that you're supposed to. Shit. I don't know how to function in the society sometimes. Yeah, and that's what I explain to my patients a lot of times, too. Like, it's okay, because I don't know what to do either, you know? Yeah. We have a okay. messed up society, so, you know. Dude, it's awful. So, okay, that's so a good segue into it, right? Like, as we talk yeah, a little so bit about exploiting children. Let's talk a little bit about this. So, a few days okay. ago, it was put onto my radar that there's a possible issue uh, with Wayfair and child trafficking, and I had seen it, what, did I tell you, like, the day before, maybe, a couple days before yeah. that, and I was going to talk to you about it. So, it's pretty yeah. new. I think I just saw something about it, like, on the, what is today? It's the 12th. Today's the 12th. I think it was, like, on the 9th or 10th is when all of the stuff kind of rolled out. But it's this month when it happened, July 9th. It was absolutely um, it like, this. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely this month, and... um it's new stuff is rolling in every day um so I have a Snopes article up do you just want me to kind of like overview it real quick would that be easy sure okay I I don't I don't like that article but yes well it just kind of tells where it came from yeah did you see it article I posted I posted that yesterday okay so in the Snopes article which I'm giving you the resource so that you can do your own research if you'd like to but Uh, It talks about how in 2020, there were social media users that had concern for um, child trafficking on Wayfair based on some exorbitantly priced cabinets. Um, And so what they say is that the rumor is that there's now a conspiracy because the cabinets are named after girls. And I haven't heard that there's any boys' names on them, but I actually did just see one that had a boy's name on it. So they're named after children. And they're, like, priced at, like, $10,000 or more. So they're really, really, really expensive. And um, I just saw the curtain thing. I didn't realize that there were some shower curtains that were posted up there. But this one, and so this, this says, okay, so this shower curtain, though, let me say, it's it's called the Dubai Personalized Single Shower Curtain. So there's no name on this one. And the price is 9999000 And then it looks like it was looked up somewhere else. Or maybe the same, it's the same kind of brand, 
Oh, oh, there's a name on it. Michelle. That's why. Okay. So there's a name yeah. on that one that says Michelle. And then the one below it is 99.99 and it just says cancer. So it's like a, a constellation shower curtain but the the top one that has a name on it michelle is nine thousand dollars and the bottom one is 99.99 so that one could have been an easily like a typo you know what i'm saying like okay you're using that one it could have been a typo but maybe not and then it it's goes not on. because here's here's the thing uh okay. it's not a typo only because um on wayfair they're doing the same thing with pillows so if you look at if you look at it, Wayfair's pillows are forty six ninety nine. Okay. Um, and then if you add a name to it, they're ten thousand dollars. And like the name on the picture that I have pulled up right now on the pillow is Jennifer Renee. Okay. And so they're um, it's not a typo. Um, okay. And that's why there's an issue with that because I I thought the same thing at first. I was like. This could easily be a typo, and these cabinets, I mean, maybe are the best cabinets you've ever seen in your entire life. But They're industrial but cabinets. Ahead. So they are. that is what I've read, is that they're industrial cabinets that they're on. Mm-hmm. And so it says... Um, it shows... But I've never seen an industrial cabinet for $13,000. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I've never seen an industrial cabinet, so I wouldn't have a, a reference. Um, like, priced, anyway. Um, and so it says, generally speaking, the image showing expensive cabinets or large price differentials on pillows, shower curtains, and other items on Wayfair's website are real. However, it takes quite a leap of logic to arrive at the conclusion that this evidence that the store is engaging in child sex trafficking. And I guess that they are supplying the ice detention centers. Wayfair is applying the ice detention centers with furniture is what I've read. You guys, I do not have a ton of background on this. So the things that I'm seeing are seriously what I've read off of the internet and the sources are like, like Snopes. So I have not dove deep into this yet. Sarah probably has some other stuff and I do not want to put this information out there. Like I know 100% because I do not, I'm just reading a source right now from Snopes. That's all I'm doing. Okay. So, um, it sounds like this claim is largely What's the based... name of the cabinet that you have right now pulled up? I don't have it pulled up. Like the name of the cabinet from that um, story. Isn't there a picture? Oh, um, no. There's no cabinet in this picture, in this story. There's not a cabinet in this story. Um, okay. It says, oh, wait, there was. Was there one? It's, oh, okay, here. It says, um, the claim is largely based on the idea that $10,000 is simply too expensive for a cabinet and that there has to be some other explanation, so it's child trafficking to justify the cost. Uh, Newsweek uh, said that Wayfair noted that these were industrial-grade cabinets and that they had been accurately priced, but that they were temporarily, temporarily removing them because the descriptions did not accurately explain the reason for the price point. Um, and so they had reached out to them, but I guess, um, somebody had put in the SKU number associated with the item on a Russian search engine called Yandex and it returned images of young female children. And so it was like, yes, this is bizarre. But then it said, however, searching for just about any random string of numbers preceded by the SRC USA returned similar results. 
And so they reached out to Yandex for more information and they'll update it of the article. But I think what you're talking about is that there was an Annabelle five shelf storage unit. Is this what you're talking about? Um, well, actually I was looking at Yaritza. Oh, okay. So I don't think that one's on here, but, um, this said, this corresponded with an Annabelle Wilson who had gone missing in Kansas uh, mm-hmm. while it was suspicious to those seeking a pattern, it should be noted that roughly 800 children are reported missing every year. In other words, you can put in the product names with a first name of children and it can easily be a coincidence. However, it talked about one of them, um, the, the theory attempted to connect was Olivia spelled a L Y V I a for example, um, was connected to Olivia Navarro, which was an autistic, autistic child that went missing at the age of three in 2013. Um, but she was found uh, that she had drowned in a pond near her home. And so the end of the article says that it's based almost entirely on one person's confusion over an expensive cabinet. Um, and so the conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, like so many conspiracy theories, started with a wild and unfounded assumption that would be sickening if it were actually true. Okay, so let me just say this. Some of this shit really happens. Some of this shit is actually true. So for them to say it would be sickening, there is shit happening out there that is sickening. And so this might open people's eyes to the fact that there is stuff going on like this in our world. A lot of times it just happens on the dark web. Okay, so now the last line says, as of this writing, absolutely no credible evidence has been offered to back up this accusation. Now I want to hear your opinion. I also have a Newsweek article. So, go. Okay. Let me just tell you that their um, statistics are wrong about the 800 missing children per year. Per year. Okay. Um, it, like, it's way more than that. Um, I'm trying to find the number. Is that worldwide or is it in the U.S.? It's more I than 800,000? In the U.S. Oh, did they say 800,000? Yes. I thought you just said 800. No, 800,000. Okay. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Then that's correct. Okay. okay. I was like, 800 is not the right number. No, 800,000. Okay. So, I started kind of, I, I just I just went into Dr. Google here and uh, typed in Wayfair child trafficking. Which is not the best way to and... research things, just so you know. <laughs> No, like we're not advocating not. for just Google searches that do other right. searching. Uh, the problem is, is that this is such a new right uh, topic that it's not anywhere else. Yes. Yet. Yeah. Um, and so I first actually um, read that Snopes article and was like, this is kind of how I feel about it. And posted that on Facebook yesterday and was like, you know, I'm just starting to delve into this, but I kind of feel like it's not true. Um, and so I posted that Snopes article yesterday and then other people had started posting on my Facebook about multiple other things. And, um, so I don't generally like it. What it seems like it started with was a conspiracy theory site on Reddit. Yes. That's what I, Um, that's what I heard. It was on Reddit. And. I'm all about some good conspiracy theories in life, right? <laughs> um, but uh, it's kind of hard to prove them. And then when you start looking into this, it's getting a little, it's getting a little bit scary. Um, so 
all of the names of the cab, well, not all of the names, but some of the names of the cabinets were Naraya, Yuritsa, Samaya, and Olivia. Okay, so, I think you A-L have the Newsweek Lively. article. Do you have the Newsweek no. article up? Okay, okay, because I see these nope. names in the Newsweek article. Okay, keep going. Yes. Um, and if you look up, those names are not super common names. Um, and Yuritsa was actually the one that I was looking up, and she was abducted. Yuritsa Castro was abducted out of Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. Um, so to me, when you name a cabinet, um, you know, usually it's like the Michelle cabinet, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know. Um, she, when you're naming them these crazy, like, specific names um it's it's a little bit scary right Mm -hmm. uh so but again I was like me you know and these industrial cabinets I think it was you that would in our text thread said that you talked to your friend and he said that industrial cabinets are expensive yeah okay so um I then when I when I Googled the um, Wayfair thing, it also started popping up with Wayfair and Amazon human trafficking scandal. Um, and this is from the Courier Daily. It was written today. And um, it does fact checks. It says, is this a fact check, true or hoax? Um so it sh- it starts by showing the curtains, the shower curtains, mm-hmm. um, the zodiac shower curtains, and then it goes to Amazon and talks about this pillow um, that you can buy. So I got on my Amazon account and looked up this pillow, and this pillow is. Let me get up here to the top. Sorry. I was reading some of the comments on it. Okay, so tell um, me what it is so I can look it up. I want to look it up at the same time while you're saying it. Downright. All that, one word. Downright. Okay. R-I-G-H-T. R-I-G-H-T. Okay. Yeah. Um, E-I-D-E-R. Down. Just type that in in your Amazon. Okay. So this pill is $10,233. When you go down and it says compare this to other items... The most expensive other pillow on there is $239. So why is this pillow $10,000? But when I look at it, it has several different pillows on there. Like different okay. thread counts. But they're, it's it's an Elias uh, silk down pillow. Um, mm-hmm. And they're like 8000 6000 6000 5000 10000 7000 5000 That's how much they're selling for? Yeah. There's all different kinds. There's, oh, see, mine's just popping up with this one. Just one? I just put, I didn't. Oh, put, I found one for 8000 I just found one for 8000 too. So, but why is this brand? And if you Google down right, there's, it's not a brand. Eider down. Okay. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah. I, I haven't found it as a brand yet. Um, and so that's where this like conspiracy is kind of kicking in. Okay. Like, uh, you know, why are these pillows, um, that costing this much? Um, the other thing on the Amazon site was, uh, 
and you should read the com- the comments. Okay. So on they the pillow? The comments on what? The $10,000 one? Yeah, yeah, on the $10,000 okay. one. They posted the comments on this Courier Daily um, thing, and I read through some of them and was like, I'm going to go read these comments. All of the comments are from 2018, and I don't think any of them are real. Well, I okay. think that because you can make a comment, you can rate that pillow without having to buy it. Oh, oh, that's stupid. So I don't think that any of these comments are actual real comments. Um, they're just like one of the comments was titled, I first used this pillow on my private jet. <laughs> where, where do I start? I first used this pillow on my private jet from New York to New Jersey in parentheses. Great way to avoid the traffic. I don't know why more people don't do the same thing. Normally, I'm able to sleep due to a combination of my wife's bitching, constant bitching, and and that's the comment that they posted on the thing. Um, okay, but the scary part is, I want you to go to Amazon. Okay. And I want you to type in, in your search, and also I have no idea how people find these things. Like, how do you know these things? I want you to type in J-I-A capital Q-I. Girl, like, people have so much time on their hands. Q-I. Okay. Okay. And I want you to click on... Okay, so I typed this in J-I-A-Q-I. Okay, I did it. Okay, and then click on the link. There's no price. J I A Q I I and then enter There's a chair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see the chair. Yeah. Okay. I see the chair. The back pain chair. Okay. Click on the with no yeah, price. Back with no price. Click on it. Okay. I clicked on it. Okay. Up in the uh, address bar where you type okay. in the address. Mm hmm. There is, it says child. Do you see it? No, hang on. So part of the address for this, when oh, you yeah, click on the I point, do see that. It says child in it. And it was the same way with a desk that this brand was selling. Okay. Um, that links to a girl, gosh, what was it? her first name that that j-i-a-q-i is her last name and she's been missing hold on i'm trying to pull the picture up she's been missing since 2017 j-i-a-q how do you even say what is that jackie it's the last name I think her first name is P-O-H. And she's of Asian descent. Uh, I'm not sure, like, what, um, where she's from in Asia, but she's of Asian descent. Oh, for God's sake. My computer's going crazy. Oh, Jiaki found. Where? Oh, it just said found. Singapore, a 15-year-old is still missing five days after she left her house. April 4th, teen still missing. Last seen in a black something. 
Still missing five days. This is in 2017. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And she was found? I didn't find where she was found. Oh, it just, I could just clicked on something that said found. Okay. Uh, okay. Hang on, though. This says Singapore uncensored. I don't know what, how. Okay, so it says, have <laughs> left her parents. This is going to be good. <laughs> um, 15 has left her parents' landed home at Jalan Sikundangan. Haha. <laughs> Near McPherson. McPherson? Okay. Really? McPherson is... Okay. Um, <laughs> and then it had that first name, Jalan Sikundangan. Uh, that's probably so wrong, but... You're doing an awful job and a great <laughs> job. But it's not the first time she's done it. She's left her home three times before this, but this is the first time she has stayed out for more than a night. She was seen wearing a black t-shirt and pair of Chinese delis. Reported the days before she went missing, she had been at her ex-husband's place where she had an argument with her father. Was her father her ex-husband? Yeah, weird. Soon after, when her father was not at home, she climbed over the wall of her landed property and got into a waiting car that drove off swiftly. Her mother told Chinese reporters she hoped that Jia Qi's friends can help persuade her to come home. Okay. Uh, they also had a desk that was uh, like $13,000. Same brand that J-I-A-Q-I. Mm-hmm. Uh, $13,000. Oh, no, I'm sorry. $11,242.99. Okay. okay. Um, the comments started yesterday on this. And they all have been um why is this almost twelve thousand dollars uh are you doing something illegal here the fbi is looking at this um does this have to do with the missing person you know all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and they they respond with the exact same thing every single time yeah we're sorry that you're not satisfied with your price of our products please let me explain to you blah 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 um and yeah, it's, it's a robot that that responds. Looks yeah. like. Uh, and there's no star reviews. It's just no. There's yeah, just questions. Um, yeah. Hold on. There was one that I really loved. Uh, one question on here that I really loved, and I can't find it now. Does the missing child it, just post a picture of the child and not a fake death? Yeah, that was one. <laughs> um. Slightly more expensive, quote unquote, by eleven thousand dollars. Why state that as well as being in two piece? Uh, in answers, when description clearly states price is for table. Um, are there codes for the color of children you will get? Mm-hmm. Um, and the answer on that one actually was actually an answer. Hold on, uh, dear customer, it is recommended that you buy. Oh, <laughs> dear customer, is recommended that you buy black for children use, which is more resistant to dirt and easy <laughs> to clean and wipe. Oh, Lord. Okay, so tell me what you think. I want to know, like, because there's obviously been some digging into this, right? Like, people have dug into it. People have used the SKUs and used other search engines and 
and these weird like child so I th- words that are coming up. What do you think? I think that your um, assessment earlier of saying, you know, the concern, you know, with this being so in the public about it um, is, and you said something, you know, about we know that this goes on in the dark web, but could we, could it be so in the public? Mm-hmm. Um, and I absolutely think that this could be. Um, I absolutely think that this could be possible. Yeah. It's so far-fetched that it could be true. Yeah. Um, because there, it's just, it's just too much of a coincidence. And I don't know who owns Wayfair, but I know Jeff Bezos. Well, I don't know him personally. Like, <laughs> you know him personally? I called Whoa. him. I called Jeff <laughs> I Bezos. I called him up. And he said, <laughs> I was friends with, no, no. Um, he said that, or no, he didn't say, sorry. But <laughs> if you think about these multi-million dollar companies, multi-billion dollar companies sometimes, and how easy and how how much would they laugh at us if they were able to sell children online? And we it happens online. Anyway. All the time. Yeah. On your regular old internet, this is happening. And so it's concerning to me. Now, the two Amazon things that I had found that... that Gia Keith thing or whatever mm-hmm. um, and that pillow um, there's no real explanation as to why those things are so expensive um, but that pillow doesn't correlate with anything and yeah, there's no like names on it or anything there's no like names or anything like that and um, that since that is a last name, um, I don't know how common of a last name that is. Well, and not only that, tried... don't they in the in that culture they use their last name first? They use their surname first, and then like here we we do first name, then middle name, and last name. They do last name and then first name. Yeah. Isn't that how it works? Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know. We probably should find that out if I'm making that statement. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. how it works. You use your surname yeah. first and then and then you have your first name. Um. Yeah. Now, I will say that if look up just the J-I-A-Q-I um that on uh, just the regular not on amazon google yeah just like look it up there's no like manufacturer or anything like that with that name um and the robot that kept um answering was hello wonderful okay but there's lots of like there's like a swivel chair 
Individual floor yeah. chair, adjustable 14 position memory foam floor chair, thick rocking chair name. pad. From Lion's Home, from Amazon, from Desert Cart. Yeah, and so they're all from different sources. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not sure on the Amazon thing yet. Really not. Okay. Uh I am real concerned on the wafer thing though. Okay. Um, really not only because of the names matching up and I get it 800,000 people across the world in, you know, a year go missing and you could probably find a name period, you know, that uh, these names coming from their culture may not be the most uncommon name. It could, these names could be like Sarah Mm -hmm. in, in whatever culture that these names are coming from. Um, but also knowing that Wayfair is connected with the, you know, the camps down in, at the border and all that kind of stuff. Has that been, has that been verified though? Cause I've only seen it on like the threads and stuff. Like where's the verification for, for that comment, you know? I'm looking, let me look. Because that's not how the government works. I was in the military for a very long time, and they go with the lowest bid. You know what I mean? They don't go. They don't, it's not normally with a company like Wayfair who provides this um, stuff. It's normally like they bid it out, and then it's the lowest bid. Wayfair employee. This is from time.com. And this is as of June 26th. Wayfair employees have planned a walkout on Wednesday to protest the sales by online home goods store to a detention facility based along the U.S.-Mexico border. Was it just one? Is it just one facility? That sounds like one facility. I think Wayfair only has one facility, don't they? No, one ICE facility. To a detention facility on... It does say to a detention facility. To a, a detention. detention Yeah. So I would want the to... order like, which get... then supplies to Carrizo Springs, Texas, where a facility is reportedly being prepared to, quote-unquote, detain up to 3,000 migrant children. It's Carrizo Springs, Texas. C-A-R-R-I-Z-O. C-A-R-R-I-Z-O. Yeah, it's uh, 1,600 migrant children were expected to be housed in a compound where oil field workers used to stay. Okay, so this was June 25th of 2019 that I'm yeah, seeing this. Said. So a year ago. <laughs> no, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, ver- I'm verifying what I'm seeing. It's also in the Washington Post. Yeah. Employees so... at online furniture giant Wayfair, they are at Wayfair were organizing a walkout. Yes, the employees huh. were. Okay, I got it. I got you. I got you now. I got you now. I don't want this ad. Thank you very much. Okay, so near the company's Boston headquarters, after Wayfair executives say they would fulfill an order, an order for beds and other items for a detention city near Rizzo Springs, Texas, according to two Wayfair employees who spoke on the condition of anonymity, the order was placed by C- BCFS, a government contractor that manages the facility. 
In September, they sold furniture to another facility in Torneo, Texas, that held more than 2,500 teenagers. According to employees, that camp was closed in January following serious safety and health concerns. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... What does Karen and George always say? It goes all the way to the top. (laughs) It goes all the way to the top, babe. It goes all the way to the top. And we learned that with Epstein. Well, and you know that's the thing too. Like, if you have enough money, you can cover anything up. If you if you just watch, just watch the Epstein video, you know, and you you can realize that you can do whatever you want. If you have enough money, you can you can use that money and that power to do All whatever you want. All you need is money and people in high places. Well, you don't even need people in high places because if you have money, you can create people to do what you want. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I don't, it's so hard for me to fathom this, I, but I know that it can happen. You know, it's hard for me to fathom yeah, that it, it can happen, but I know it can. It, it's, it's worrisome to me. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not, I want to go on record right this minute and say, I'm not 100% saying Wayfair is absolutely trafficking children. But, or Amazon, or there was another one too. I can't, can't remember what the other one was. Uh, I, when I saw Amazon, I freaked out. <laughs> no, not Amazon. <laughs> I know Amazon has a whole lot of, um, uh, bad dealings and all that kind of stuff sometimes. So, uh, but I want to go on record saying that I don't. I'm not saying that that's a hundred percent true, but what I am saying is that it's definitely concerning, um, considering that, I mean, Wayfair has come out and denied everything. Absolutely. They said, this is absolutely not true. And then Amazon hasn't come out and said a dang thing. Um, but you know, Nobody's going to come out and say, this is true. There's no way ever um, that a company is going to come out and say, oh, yeah, we're absolutely trafficking children in our <laughs> tablets. <laughs> like, why in, wouldn't we be? In our, but do you, think, do you think they're shipping them in the cabinet? No. Uh, how? Because I saw something that said something about, are they I know, shipping it, children in the cabinet? The it was logistics the behind that is in that would be insane. The logistics behind that, yeah. You know? Um, and they also like the logistics behind that, and um, shipping them in the cabinet would be right. a little difficult because most cabinets come in a box. Um, and you know your shipment would probably be dead by the time. It, it just yeah, yeah, and. You know, a few, maybe it was last year, um, a semi-trailer was pulled over or was at Walmart in a Walmart parking lot in Texas. And for whatever reason, the cops got called on it and they opened it up and there were hundreds of people in the back of of the semi-trailer. And some of them were dead. Yeah. Um, And so when you're only when you're shipping hundreds of people and you lose some of your people 
that's different than shipping one at a time. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds, I, I know that that sounds um, crash, crass, sorry. And crash. it sounds crash. And yeah, it sounds very crash too. <laughs> um, but this is what people, that's what the traffickers look at. This is their inventory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously for most people, if you ship inventory and any of it gets damaged, that's a problem. But when you're selling people for hundreds of thousands of dollars or you're making hundreds and thousands of dollars off of one item, mm-hmm. um, you know, and can use that item over and over and over, uh, it's not as, I guess, difficult. But Do you think that uh, though $15,000 doesn't seem like a lot of money in trafficking humans to me? Like, you know what the average sells for? Do you what? know how much it costs to buy a person? No, I don't. Tell me. A hundred fifty to two hundred or to three hundred dollars. Is that locally or is that like that's that that statistic came from Polaris? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so actually, I thought these prices were quite high. They what what this what this price tells me coming from this background is it almost inevitably has to be a child. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably young. And this is not meant in any sort of uh, racially bad way or anything like that. This is just the statistic. They're probably light-skinned. Okay. Um, that we... Is- we need Liam Neeson right now. Like, oh, taken. Amen. Call him. Call him. Right now. You know right him? now. <laughs> yeah, kind of like you, you know, number? what's that guy's name that you just said you knew? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> totally know him. He's like BFF. <laughs> but seriously, like, it, it's people worrisome. are it's horrible. Scary. People are absolutely awful. And, you know, um on average you're they're making a whole lot of money per person but they're only selling them for a small amount Mm. so they know that they can get bigger and better you know yeah people disappoint me this is a heavy subject People are disgusting. disgusting. We're definitely going to have to like come back to some of this and do some more research and have Wait, a conversation. I think we should also, yeah, we should also circle around to this specifically again. Yeah. Um, once, because we're only about four days into this. So the amount of information is very limited right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I want to believe that it's not true because it was started from a conspiracy theorist on Reddit. Um, the problem with conspiracy theories is there's usually a little bit of truth in there. And so that's a concerning part for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, but I also want to talk more on human trafficking because, you know, because I like know. talking about human <laughs> trafficking. I would love to talk about Epstein. Yeah, we will definitely. I think we definitely need to, but I think that we need to lend a whole a whole episode to that just because it it goes all the way to the top. 
from oh. all the way to the bottom. And so to have a conversation oh. about how disgusting he is and I'm interested to see what happens to um, Ghislaine. Is that how you say it? Ghislaine. It's not his girlfriend. They were never, they never described them as a couple. She Uh, was his associate. uh, She acquired young women for him. And I think uh, that she was his first victim. Oh, of course. I think she was his first victim and ended up staying with him. The way it ends up with the bottom bitches, I'm telling you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that we could absolutely do a whole lot uh, more on this, but that's just me, and I love human trafficking, and I love talking about it. Well, you love anti-human trafficking. (laughs) I know. Every time we say that, Chris is like, you you like anti-human trafficking. (laughs) Um, Okay. Do you um, want to give the resources for Polaris? I'm doing it right now okay i pulled it up too i was just making sure don't yell at me so it's past my bedtime uh, yeah i know i'm i'm fully aware (laughs) um (laughs) so guys this weekend sarah kept me up way past my bedtime and i could barely get up this morning sarah and dana both of them sarah did not force you to do anything just so you know I didn't say you forced me. I just said you kept me up way past my bedtime. And what uh, what is the deal with everybody calling me out? <laughs> For real. Ooh. Do you know how many people <laughs> called me out? Yeah, and what? they were all my people. They were all my people, too. They were like, wait a minute. That picture, that's way past Morgan's bedtime. Listen, mm-hmm. y'all. Yep. I have to go to bed early or I cannot get up early in the morning to work out. And then it's a rough day for me. Yes. Yes. Okay, so okay, if you I'm want sorry. more information in general about human trafficking or know how to help or want to help with human trafficking, you can go to polarisproject.org and that's P O L A R I S project.org. Um, on here, you can find information about human trafficking, um, how to donate if you would like to donate, and um, you know how to help if you want to help. The national hotline number for human trafficking is 1-888-373-7888. And I used to say that it was the same for backwards <laughs> until my husband called me out in the middle of a presentation one day. Um, and so it is not the same backwards and forwards, but it's a very easy number to remember. Um, the other website I would like to give you guys is missingkids.org. Um, and this is for the National Center for Missing and Employed Exploited Children. What did you call that the other day? Oh, Nick Mick. Nick Mick. Yeah, it's, 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 Nick Mick. Nick Mick. The website for Nick Mick. Um, <laughs> and if you <laughs> want to report um, anything, you can call 1 800 The Lost or 1 800 843 5678. Um, not only does this website, uh, missingkids.org, not only do they talk about missing kids, but they also, there's, um, at the top, there's an education, um, tab and you can teach how to educate your children, um, about missing children and how to not become a missing child, hopefully, uh, and about the dangers of the internet and other ways to, um, you know, help your children, so definitely uh, check those websites out. Um, 
And if you guys have any more information or come across anything about Wayfair, Amazon, and all this kind of stuff, send it to us. Uh, Our Facebook is Do I Make You Uncomfortable? Our Instagram is Do I Make You Uncomfortable 2015? And our Twitter is Do Uncomfortable. Uh, And then our email address, if you just want to email it to us, is Do I Make You Uncomfortable at gmail.com. So definitely send it to us because uh, we want all the information we can get on this and we'll keep you guys updated through all of our social media accounts once we start getting information too. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think uh, just be a good human and avoid being an asshole right now. You know, everybody's doing the best they can. It's so hard not to be an asshole. I know. So just be a good human, avoid being an asshole, and wear your mask. It's scientifically proven that it slows the spread. Please wear your mask. Did you see the picture that somebody tagged me in today? mm Mm-mm. It was a picture of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg wearing a mask, and it said, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg works within X amount of feet of this sign. Uh, If you're not going to wear a mask for anybody else, please wear a mask to protect Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best reason to wear a mask ever. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So go forth, wear your mask, and please rate us. Um, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. And thank you for listening and spread the word. We will talk to you soon. Bye. And we hope we make you super uncomfortable. Oh. Oh, yeah, well, hopefully this this conversation did. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.